0: What's up you soggy fucks, it is your boy, coming to you with a brand new podcast for your ear holes, live from the Lake Shanty in the middle of Texas. So yeah, it's a podcast. Um, I just want to preface this first episode by saying I have no clue what I'm doing when I'm making this, so it might be kind of rough to listen to, Uh I'm going to try to get better at this whole decompressing my brain, kind of vomiting my thoughts into the abyss of the internet. So you'll have to bear with me. Uh, In the future, I'd like to have guests on once I can figure out how the fuck to record Skype calls and work all that shit. But anyway, that's for the future. Right now, it's just me. Just me sitting here fucking bumbling about. Um starting this podcast really just because I I kind of get off on uh, starting new projects and sucking at things. It's one of the more important lessons I've learned in life is to embrace being shitty at stuff um, because that's when you make yourself vulnerable to learning and experience. So uh, if you take away one thing from this podcast, it's embrace the suck. You know, the suck is a beautiful thing. All right, enough of that. Uh, Second order of business. I'd like to give a shout-out to my friend, Mr. Caleb York. We were friends from way back in the day, back in elementary. And uh, he recently started his own podcast called The Mouth of York. Uh, You can get that on iTunes, and I believe it's on his website at themouthofyork.com. You should check that out. He actually has guests on his shows. Um, He actually has friends, unlike me. That's a joke. I have some friends. They just don't live in the same city as me. But eventually, like I said, I'll get Skype calls and stuff like that and we can get some more people on the show once I am a little bit better at this. Um, But yeah, shout out to Caleb. I probably would not be making this if it weren't for him. He kind of inspired me to do it. I've always wanted to make a podcast, but I've always been apprehensive and kind of uh, held back from doing it. But uh Fuck it, you just gotta do it, right? Just gotta do that shit. I guess I'll try to talk about a topic today. Since it's just me, I can't really sit here and um, ramble into a microphone. I'll put you all to sleep. And the topic that I wanted to talk about today is uh, social media and outrage culture and the interplay between those two things. There was this recent little kerfluffle involving Erica Badu, and she gave an interview... To Vulture magazine, I want to say it was. It's ironically a very fitting name given their uh, methods of journalism. You know, kind of acting like a vulture, just fucking, ah, fucking flying around, just looking for that hot scoop, bro. Gotta get that hot scoop, that hot gossip. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really want to send them any traffic because this article is kind of disgusting, but. Basically, the writer, his name's David Marchese, I'm assuming that's pronounced correctly, it's M-A-R-C-H-E-S-E, uh, wrote a piece and quoted her saying, I'm a humanist, I see good in everybody. I saw something good in Hitler, ellipses. Hitler was a wonderful painter. And basically, everybody shit themselves and started thinking, oh, erika Badu is a Hitler sympathizer. Um, she is problematic. And to that I say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's Erica Badu of all people. She was like on the forefront of the soul music movement in the 90s and still is today. And you want to act like she is an alt-right Richard Spencer type. Like, come on. You're obviously just looking for a reason to be mad about something. And I, I think it uh, it really says something about the society that we live in today. When you have uh, stints like the Rick and Morty barbecue sauce thing. Where, if you're unfamiliar with that, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of it. But some fucking Rick and Morty fan was screaming about his sauce because they didn't have barbecue sauce. It's like a three ounce packet of fucking sauce. and This guy was losing his shit over it. And it's like, if that is the worst thing that's ever happened to you... I really fucking envy your life, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just feel like um, like as life gets easier, which I, I don't know, I can't really speak for, uh, you know, way back in the day because I wasn't around, but I feel like uh, in the early 2000s and even now, like we've kind of been on this slope towards uh, just life being way easier than it's ever been before. And with that comes a whole new slew of problems that we have to deal with because we don't have those old problems anymore. So people have to make new problems. You know, I don't know if it's due to parenting norms of today. I don't know if it's because parents are so busy on Facebook and getting that dopamine hit from people liking Facebook, they don't pay attention to raising their fucking kids. And then their kids grow up being the exact same way because they never got that validation and that dopamine hit from their parents. So they had to get it elsewhere. On social media and shit like that. And it's all just. It's all just validation. One form or another. I mean. uh, People just want to feel like they. Belong. And that's. You can't really blame them for that. But at the same time. You get people that scream about barbecue sauce. And it's like. Where did we go wrong? How do we. Turn back. This evolution thing. Because we fucked up. I feel like if you look at humans objectively, like if you just try to make yourself an observer, we we are a virus. We are just like this plague that has taken over this planet and made it our own. And it's, it's trippy to think about, you know, like visualize nature as this like big ornate machine that has all these moving parts working together in harmony, sort of like a mechanical watch. You know, you've got these just tiny little pieces that Have very important roles and they're all interconnected and working together to achieve this uh, homeostasis if you will and then somebody just goes and throws a fucking wrench into the middle of this machine and all the gears get caught up and all fucked up like I feel like humanity is the wrench in that equation (laughs) and it doesn't have to be that way like we can we can fix ourselves but we just have to be aware enough to realize that there's a problem and when there's problems like, you know, climate change, people living in poverty all over the world, there's kids in countries that have to go to bed hungry every night, you think that's what people would get upset about, but no. It's always just, oh, Kim Kardashian's moose knuckle pops out at Coachella, or fucking, they're out of fucking, uh, Szechuan sauce. My wife's my fucking over, where am I gonna get my sauce? There, there are real problems that we can be upset about and that's all fine and dandy but when it's some dumb shit and you just want to get mad for some fucking likes on twitter i mean i'm i'm guilty of ranting on twitter granted it's not this fucking vain effort to feel validated but at the same time like i get it you if you're upset about something you put it on social media because that's what we fucking do nowadays not to just sit here and bash on social media because there, there are some good things about it you know it does give everybody a voice and i feel like because of social media uh, we've gotten to highlight some bigger issues, like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, for example, something that wouldn't have existed without social media. And another thing, the the uh, women's, or I'm sorry, the sexual harassment scandals that are going on now, another big thing that really needed to have some attention brought to it, that probably would have been shoved under the rug if it weren't for social media. And to get back to the Erica Badu thing, I mean. There's something that's really irritating with current media where people will do anything to get, like, this triggered clickbait reaction out of people. Because, I mean, think about it. Are you going to make more money off of an article that talks about an adopted puppy? Or are you going to make more money on an article that talks about some big scandal with a celebrity? Now, people want to be in on all of gossip bullshit, so you're going to make way more money on the fucking scandal shit. And it's it's just really, really frustrating that that's where media has been, and it's heading even farther in that direction now. Um, so you always got to be careful and take everything with a grain of salt. When you're reading these opinion pieces and blogs and things, You have to you have to have a healthy dose of skepticism, because you never know who's just saying shit to just make a quick buck. And to try to um, elaborate on her quote. Uh, It's definitely a sticky situation to bring up Hitler. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's like you can't really win. Because you're going to offend somebody. Everybody's so easily offended nowadays. And I'm not saying that it's all bad. This politically correct movement is, it's not all bad at all. There's definitely some validity to it. But when you give everybody a voice with social media and things like this, and even podcasting, I realize this is sort of hypocritical because here I am just kind of rambling on, you know, there's like, there's two types of people. There's people who know what they're talking about, who genuinely care about it and want to see change. And then there are people who have no fucking idea what they're talking about and they only want attention. And you have to be able to differentiate between those two because what happens is the latter, the stupid people who just want attention, just end up muddying the waters for the people who know what they're talking about and you can make you know, clear, concise arguments that change people's perspectives. And, I mean, I am an advocate of free speech. I think people should be able to say whatever they want to say. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to make fun of you for it or talk shit to you for it. I still respect your right to say whatever it is that you're choosing to say. But on the flip side, whenever you give these people a a platform, these people that don't know what they're talking about, you are killing any sort of productive discourse that you could have had. Because it's impossible to have a debate with somebody who gets offended anytime you tell them that they're wrong, that the world is not the way that they see it. They just, they simply can't handle that. Which, to a certain degree, I can understand. I mean, we're all kind of navigating this weird fucking life thing. And none of us really have it all figured out. And that terrifies some people to the point where they don't want to think about any of that. They just want to distract themselves with buckets of chicken sitting on their couch watching the Kardashians smelling their fat moldy feet. Because that's paradise to them. They they don't have to worry about any of these other problems when they're in their own little world. And in their own little world the worst thing that's ever happened is you didn't get a packet of your fucking cartoon man sauce... And, you know, maybe in the future we can, instead of putting energy into finding reasons to hate and finding reasons to feel marginalized, we can instead put all that energy into making the change that we want to see and look as hard for happiness as we do for anger. But yeah, I'm like uh, 12 minutes in and I've basically gotten everything that I wanted to say on that topic out. Um, like I said, this is kind of a shit show and it's going to be very unorganized, so I'm going to go ahead and switch topics to something a little bit more lighthearted. Um, Elon Musk has apparently sold over $4 million worth of flamethrowers. And if you're not aware, uh link will be in the description of this episode, wherever it's uploaded to, and you can actually buy one for $500? Yeah, $500, and you can have your own flamethrower. Apparently, he's sold $4 million worth of them. Golly, dude. a 1,000 units in the first three hours. Wow, that is, that is some ridiculous shit. <laughs> Fucking Elon Musk, dude. I swear, I'm such an Elon fanboy. I might dedicate an entire podcast episode just to talking about him. Because, I mean, the man is literally pushing us into the future. Especially with the renewable energy side of his thing that he's working on. Uh, It's super duper inspiring. And I'm really stoked to see what comes of his life's work. I mean, the man wants to put us on Mars for fuck's sake. Like, the guy's crazy. He lived off of fucking oranges and hot dogs in college, apparently. It's a diet of champions. Also, I'm on the topic of hot dogs. I'd just like to give a shout out to Austin Cochran, the world champ of drinking hot dog water. Uh, That is something that I don't have the balls to do, quite frankly. I am terrified of how hot dog water would taste. Every time I open a packet of hot dogs, which is rare. It's rare that I make hot dogs. I'm more of a hamburger kind of guy. But anyway, you open up this packet of weenies, right? And you're just hit in the face with the smell of death. And rotten pork, pork fucking mystery meat. That stuff, that stuff's sketchy, dude. I'm surprised he's still alive. So, Austin, props to you. You're a real one. So, that's basically fucking it, man, for the first podcast episode. It's a short one. Uh, shit, I'm at, like, what, 15 minutes? Barely, not even. And, uh, you know, probably could have put some more pre-production and planning into this. But... Like I said, it's just me, so it's kind of boring to listen to one guy sit here and talk at you for fucking 15 minutes. But I appreciate you if you listen all the way through, and there will be more to come. Uh, Musicians or artists, people who create things, if you want to come on this show, go ahead and send me an email at Braden Westbrook, B R A D Y N W E S T W E S T B R O O K at gmail.com. Uh... You know, if you want to have your music played or want to do an interview or something, uh, like I said, I'm not the most professional, but it's something that I'm interested in getting some experience in. So if you do something or make something, just hit me up. You know, this is a blank slate for you to use for your self-promotion to all two of my listeners. So, yeah, thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.